This is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. Very busy days, aren't they? We've been talking a bit about humility, humility in action. And I described very clearly the life of someone who I've had the privilege of being engaged with. And today I want to read to you a few paragraphs, an excerpt from a paper on humility. It, it it goes back and forth from being an academic piece to being a heart piece. So if you get to an academic paragraph or a phrase, don't, don't quit on us because the heart of this message is very precious. The medieval theologian Thomas Aquinas asked some valid questions in a masterpiece that he wrote titled, Why Did God Come as a Baby?, he could have come as an angel, terrible in majesty and power. He could have come as a full-grown, bearded, dignified man with a full string of sentences to convey truth and teeth to chew his food. Why go through childhood and deepest human need? He's God. He can do anything. Bernard of Clairvaux, a theologian of the 12th century, wrote a sermon in which he remarked, only the virtue of humility is a restorative for wounded love. <sighs> Shall I say that one more time? Or maybe six times, or maybe I should just stop with that phrase. Only the virtue of humility is a restorative for wounded love. Do you have wounded love? Do I have wounded love? Does our culture have wounded love? I continue with the paper. He was referring to the Incarnation as a profoundly humble response to a creation who had forgotten how to love. God's humility as a baby transforms and heals our wounded love. It may not be an easy logical step for us to get to the idea of the humility of baby Jesus. Medieval writers and theologians primarily define humility as a true, accurate self-knowledge about the created limits of the human person. Humility entailed a practice of knowing your weakness through confessing your sin, your errors, or simply your little littles of human recognizing reality, in other words. Hmm. Humility was the recognition that you were not God, you did not know everything, and learning how to be content and even embrace those limitations. Medieval folks thought of Jesus and Mary as the primary examples of humility. I used to be confused about Jesus as the exemplar of perfect humility. Giving this definition, humility is so much about knowing and acknowledging your littleness or your faults. Not quite the good definition, is it? Jesus' welcome of human limitations reveals his radical humility. To become incarnate as a human baby is an embrace of weakness. Imagine it. 
The all-powerful Word of God becomes a speechless, inert infant body, moved and held only by other humans, completely dependent on Mary for his food and care. He rejects the obvious way of power, becoming an angel or a grown man, to become this fragile baby who needs diaper changing and nursing every few hours. God embraces human need by becoming the sleeping baby in Mary's lap. We can answer Thomas's question with which we began, why would God become a baby rather than a grown-up? The infancy of Jesus reminds us of who God is. He is love itself, peace on earth, goodwill to humans. My eight-month-old daughter could not care less about my credentials, my looks, my past wins and losses. She smiles at me and wants me to smile back. She doesn't even want to hold her own bottle. <laughs> she prefers to touch my face as she drinks. Baby Constance can't preach eloquent sermons or feed the hungry, but she can love freely and fully without manipulation or control. She's a living invitation to love. She is a little mirror of God's character revealed in the Incarnation. Christ's humility restores our wounded love because we can see and understand His love most clearly in the embodiment as a human, humble baby. A human, humble baby. It's a profound concept to think about humility in action and humility in the incarnation, in the incarnation. Don't we oh, just dearly love to get our eyes and hands on a little baby? A little baby marched into a room of serious adults, any kind of adults, passed by at the grocery store or on the uh, airport, in the airport. Everyone turns and woos. It's sort of a um, pacifier in itself. It just calms everyone down. There's a precious little baby. And it's not just because they're all beautiful or cute or they're dressed adorably or their parents are adoring. It's because they are inept. They're not going to push back. They're not going to say back. They're not going to argue back. They are inept and humble and recognizing their own limitations. Well, I spoke to you about humility in action and then I had a series of days where, where was humility? Let's see. I don't think it even, I don't think it even was in my radar. Some precious lifelong friends who live in another climate and came to Arizona for a period of time. And it was all scheduled and figured and what we were going to do and not going to do. And then everything was rearranged, just rearranged and rearranged and rearranged. And one night I went to bed saying, I, I, Lord, do, do you hear me? Do, did you see the things I did today? I can't do that another day. Not another day in my whole ever life. And this whole notion of baby came to my mind. These friends have great grandbabies. And we were talking about the most recent great grandbaby. And then I remembered this piece. And I thought, that is the perfect picture of humility. My friend who I described to you, humility in action as an adult. But if you forget what humility looks like, and you are saying, Lord Jesus, help me to have a humble spirit, then I would beg you 
to pause long enough to look at an infant child and you will see humility, the inability to do anything but be. And that's what he desires of us. Those of us who are perfectionists, those of us who see the way to do it, and often the better way, the fastest way, the cheapest way, but we forget that our allowing others to do and not doing it all ourselves is the very answer to the question, how do I behave in a humble way? How do I make humility my friend? So I pray that as we march into the months ahead of us in this new year of 2022, you will consider an infant to remind you of the state of humility. We are Modern Homemakers, and I'm Donna Otto, and I pray that you will remember the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of looking for babies.